Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt, Luke, and Dan. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. For the second week in a row, I have to correct myself and give an apology. Is the apology to me? I hope I'll it's see for if me. I accept your apology. For the last two weeks, I've given the price of Alan Wake. Oh, man, they just keep reducing and the price of that thing, don't they? No, I think they listened to us last week when I said, look, it's actually $30. Mm-hmm. And we both said we'd pay more than that. So then it's <laughs> upped it to 45 Oh, okay. Well, that's fine because we originally thought it was $40 anyway. Yeah. I'm a bit annoyed with myself because I didn't buy it when it was $30. I know I'm going to buy it, mm. but I still don't like to pay pre-order. I don't pre-order games. Mm-hmm. No. I'm I just against to. that. I still do it sometimes because I get excited about mm-hmm. them and I'm like, I just yeah. want to have it. I've pre-ordered games by accident where I've gone, oh, my God, it's out. Bye, bye, oh. bye. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Why aren't yeah, I playing you can it? Pl- yeah. You play this in another three months. So you worried, Luke, that you've sent listeners into EB Games or GameStop or wherever, and they're going to end up in an argument with the, the, mm. the guy. Well, they're, they're only going to go in listeners. with thirty dollars in their pocket. That's the problem. Yeah, and they're going to be in the county yelling at the staff, going, "Luke Alderson told me it was thirty dollars. You can't." All of our listeners should be buying their games digital. Really? No oh. more buying hard copies of games. How do you feel they're about all books? soft? It but, depends on the book. I mean, we've done this before, but. I wondering. It depends on the books. There, there are some books if I was still reading, and it was the Star Wars books, I'd probably get them still. I'd probably buy the novels still, not just the audio. I love that if he was still reading. That's not what I was expecting. I was like, oh, you know, it was the first edition of fucking yeah, Tolstoy. Yeah, no. Or oh, if it was no. a Star Wars novel, and I, and, yeah. and I was, was still reading books. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe he's implying if it was a Star Wars novel and he was still reading it from back in the day where you could only have a paper book. Oh, right, because how else would he know where he was up to? That's right. Yeah, know exactly. about you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just yeah, they. Re- I don't, I'm really hoping our listeners listened to us last week and then mm. went out and just purchased it then, and they got a deal, and I have mm. to pay more now. Well, I did, but it also it- shows that Hollywood listens to us or game execs now because they heard Hollywood. we pay more money. Now they're going to get more money from me next week. So they literally just bumped it up over the during the week. Yeah. Huh. It was thirty dollars ninety five, and it's now forty four ninety five. So maybe you should be pre ordering games, Luke. When you first lo- looked, Luke, you didn't happen to look in USD, did you? You didn't no, just no, Google it and off, saw. I, no, it was on the. No, I go off the e- Xbox store. Yep. Yeah, okay. Mm. And I'm not this this console. I don't flip over to America's store or anything like that. I haven't had a need to. This is going to cost twenty nine ninety nine. That that's about right then. Like an extra fifteen dollars for us. That's yeah. Mm. But I wish I'd have got it for the thirty bucks. But it's okay. I'll play it next week. It's out next week. Yeah, on the fifth. Okay. I'm going to set aside uh, time each. I'll finish it in five days because I'll go through and I'll play an episode a night. Oh, that's right. It's and episodic. Sh- I forgot. Mm. And I thought uh, it, when it stopped, it stopped at good points where you can stop playing and. Go and do other stuff. Mm. Like sleep <laughs> or work, touch myself, play other games for easy achievements. Because yep. where a game leaves off affects how much you want to do those things, right? Is that what <laughs> yes. you're saying? <laughs> no, it's just I don't mind the episodic games because I feel I pay more attention to them. 
Mm. I'm not trying to get through. If there's sort of no distinct end, I'll play through the entire thing in 8 to 12 hours. Because this stops off, I'm probably more inclined to do a bit more of exploring and experience more of the world. Okay. Interesting. Like lifting to the radio shows and the television shows. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Alan Wake had a bunch of cool stuff like that. You could probably mm. touch yourself during those, Luke. You don't need a whole separate time of day to do that. I just, I just like to factor these things in. Mm. Mm. Not saying I haven't touched myself while playing Alan Wake. Is that why you your camera angle is quite, you know, you, you've got it kind of at the, the base of the beard, I guess. It depends up. on if I'm standing or sitting. I'm sitting at the moment, which is why it ends there. When I'm standing yeah. and the desk goes up, I'm... That's now head height. Right. Eventually the beard will be long enough to cover the genitals. Yes, that is the, that is the goal. I've got some new nighttime oils that I put in my beard every night just to try and get the growth going. <laughs> nighttime oils. <laughs> <Your> winces. <laughs> mm-hmm. Water-based nighttime mm-hmm. oils. <laughs> yeah. Wink. Dan, I have some bad news for you. Oh, Okay. Let's hear it. Something's coming up that you have not experienced before. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus, that's a threat. <laughs> Daylight savings is about to begin. <sighs> yep. You know how and we, we always... The, well, hang on, that's we bad news for me about, too. Yeah, like, but no, you've experienced it, I've experienced I think this is Dan's yeah, first time. it oh, is. I've always okay. been right in the oh, middle. Oh, of course. I thought you meant mm-hmm. because because of, the you know, the kid and all, but no, you mean because... He's literally in another country now. Yes. Mm. Yeah, okay. Mm. And I forget, uh, and, I think... And to be you, fair, he has experienced it before, just not... It's not for a little years. while. Yeah. I, you know, I was reading the other day, you know, we always talk about, like, why the fuck is there even daylight saving? Yeah. What, what are they, who are these farmers and why do they need daylight saving? <laughs> it's not the farmers. <laughs> what are they it's not. For? It was a World War One thing to, like, save to on save fuel. Save petrol. Yeah. Oh. Huh. And we just never Which I still stopped. don't know how that exactly works. I don't either. And I read a whole article on it and still didn't understand. Because <laughs> I, I saw the article, I sort of skimmed through it a little bit, and I saw that that's what they said, but I'm still stumped as to how it just I don't understand why making the time difference affects the daylight. Like, if it's daylight <laughs> from yay to yay, just get up when it goes light, go to bed when it goes dark. You don't have, just call that 7 o'clock, whatever. Doesn't yeah. mean, well, you well mate, I can't. My I'm forced to stay in bed because it's not yet 7, 7 a.m. <laughs> Both of my thoughts, let's just go to Greenwich Mean Time. Everyone uses it. Yeah, I tend to agree. Nope. And right now it would be like 11.20 for all of us. 11.20? Wait, it's 11.20 there? In Greenwich? Oh, no, it would be 11.20. Hold on. We'd be... Oh, you know, Greenwich yeah, Mean Time. I thought you were saying it was 11.20 yep. there right now. And I was like, Jesus. No, no, it'd be 11.20... If we're on Greenwich Mean Time, mm. we're gonna have yep. to figure out. We're gonna have to juggle the time again, gents. I think mm-hmm. that's gonna be oh, annoying. That's, uh, that's gonna be really fun. To, yeah, listeners don't have to put up with any of that fuss. But no, yeah, recording this podcast is actually quite inconvenient most of the year. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, for a big part of it. Yeah, but it is what it is. Hey, Even yeah. when we'll it's at its best, it. it's still quite inconvenient. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I still have to get up and be ready to go at 7 a.m. But that's next week's problem. That's yeah, Next week, is it? Well, I, I don't know when yours t- changes. No, no, but that's, no, that's, that's when, it gets, is that's when it gets really bad. So, yeah. Yeah. Basically, we, we'll go, the, the, yeah, we move back an hour, so yeah, we have to record an hour later, forward. and then you 
Yeah. Mm. Why did they do this to us? Just to fuck Good with save petrol in World War yeah, One. Exactly. <laughs> to stick it to those Germans. <laughs> and the Austro Hungarian Empire. Yeah. Bastards. Sick of them. <laughs> yeah. And the Ottomans. Damn you, Ottomans. I'll sit on you, but I don't like you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's where we were stealing the petrol from, so maybe it's got something to do with that. Oh, I don't. Matt, are you playing Valheim? Yes. Yes, a little bit. I bought it. and How I are you liking it? Uh, it's pretty pretty cool so far. It's like uh, you get thrown it in. It doesn't a, hold your hand, does it? It's no. That's what I'm. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, I kind mm. of. I was like, what, what? What the fuck am I doing? And then I've started. I built a little house, and mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I get it. But you you do have to kind of figure things out. Which, I mean, I do like. It's just. I'm used to games these days being like, now go and pick up a piece of wood and then, all right, now you've got to get your little hammer and then hit the piece of wood with the hammer. They seem to go to extremes. It's either too much tutorials or like, yes, I know how to hit a tree to get wood. Yeah. You can gloss over that. And then there's other side, which is like this, which is just play the game. Yeah. Like it does have. find that middle ground. It does have some tutorials because like you, you, Appear and I assume the the world is randomly generated. So I appeared and there were some stones around, and then you know mm-hmm. uh, Hugen appeared, Odin's raven, and said, "You're going to want to build some stuff." And I was like, "Okay, how do I do that?" And then he was like, oh, "I got to go." No <laughs> one else is just logged in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, "All right." So I was wandering around grabbing some stuff, and then I was terrified that I wasn't going to be able to kill anything. And then this mm. creature approached. And I kicked it and it died. So I was like, that's all right. Yeah. That get you too confident though for the next creature? No, well, I've not wandered out of that starting at all. Yeah, I'm going to learn how to do things first. So I've built a little house. I've built a workbench and I'm like, all right, okay. So I can build some armor and stuff. So I'm I'm getting, I'm getting there. Mm -hmm. You got to be quite particular with the building too. It's like, you've got to put a fireplace in your house so it's warm enough but you don't want it to get too smoky. So you've got to make a chimney, but you've also got to not, have the chimney go straight up so that the rain extinguishes your fire. Like it can be quite involved. Yeah. And then, well, and because it said build, build a workbench, you can pop in and said, you're going to want a workbench to build some stuff. Oh, oh, oh. I was mm. like, all right. So I built a workbench and I tried to use it. And then this message popped up and said, you need to put a roof over that, mate. And I was like, well, mm. you didn't mention what? that. <laughs> like now I've got a. Why does a workbench need a roof? Yeah, Maybe you want to work outdoors. It just does. It just has to have a roof. Anyway. I'm enjoying it. It's uh, that's the main thing. It's going to be a bit of a time sink. I think it's beautiful. The 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 look mm. of it. It's quite quite interesting looking. Uh, which I'm sure listeners who've played it will know what I mean. I don't know how to describe it. Mm. It's just got a very distinct look. Like I think yep. is it like voxel based or something? Is that what it is? Uh, the um, strip club I'm- from Parramatta. <laughs> 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 Wonder if that's still there. I don't think it is. I think that whole I no. think that whole area of Parramatta has been bulldozed. <laughs> I think it's high rise apartments now. I can see that. But yeah, I like it. And I I'm aware that uh not all of us can run it. Because well, it's mm. only on only on uh PC. So mm-hmm. that obviously complicates. Not on my PC, Matt. Matters. Hashtag not my PC. <laughs> I could run it, but No achievements. No achievements. It's on Steam. I'll buy it and I'll play with you one day. How's that? I mean, I wasn't putting any pressure on you there. You don't have to. 
I know I like to put pressure on myself. You, you worded that like I'd been like bargain, <laughs> we've been negotiating. All right, fine, I'll play it. I'm like, do what you want. Although mate. I do want to play, and I do like playing with you guys. Mm, but it's just hard when I don't get achievements. Yeah, that's fair. I do try a game that we all, except Luke, have loved so far mm-hmm. is uh, coming out on another platform. I uh, I got excited when I saw this, and then I was like, I don't know why I'm so excited. Because we've played oh, Disco Elysium quite a lot already, mm-hmm. and also I think you got excited because well, I can take my Switch anywhere and play it, Correct. and then you thought I, I can't don't go anywhere. Yeah, I don't do that because I yeah I don't yeah. go anywhere. And when I do go somewhere, it's not to go somewhere where I could play the Switch. It's because I'm going to work no. or yeah, going to work or you're going to do some yeah. You're not going yeah. somewhere to sit and but play a one game. day. We will be able to go places again, and when I do, I'll be able to have Disco Elysium on the Switch with me. So that's good news. Because I, I do love that game very much. I don't know if there's any word yet if it's coming to Australia yet. Oh, really? I thought they resolved that. Or do you just mean the Switch version? Oh, I mean the actual game. I haven't seen anything. Hmm. Um, on the Xbox? Oh, yeah. No, it has been overturned. Yeah, Very, I guess they so actually fucking, played the game and went, oh, yes, this does not glorify um, drug use in any way. You'll probably find <laughs> they didn't play the game because they yeah. don't play any of the games. Well, they, they gave the first really ruling, st- they definitely didn't. But maybe the well, reason it was overturned well, was because they went back and had another look. Mm. No, no, they would have had to, yeah, they would have had to have lodged an appeal mm. and then got into further detail what it means. I think when you're submitting for um, certification... It's, it's basically just a checklist. Does your mm. game contain any of this, this, yeah. this, this? You hit tick and then you get flagged and then you can peel it to go through and go, hey, it's not like that. Because there's a game that came out a couple of weeks ago called Lake. Mm-hmm. It's a, basically a walking simulator where you deliver mail. Oh, yes. It got banned in to Australia for marijuana use, mm. which is very, very mild. And it was basically <laughs> a couple, one of them's paranoid from the pot. <laughs> And the other one's not as is a it can hold a conversation a bit better, but that was it. Right. It wasn't like you were turning into a big drug user or mm. getting high. They even had that you didn't drive there. Even if you were, you, I mean, yeah. if I was the classifications board, if I, I mean, I'd, I'd much prefer the youth of Australia to be virtually smoking a virtual doobie in a game than going out and smoke. You know what I mean? Like, I just <laughs> sure. is there even, any correlation board, that says? That kids have seen drugs in video games and have gone, where can I get some of this? Okay, you can't blame the board for this because the board is only working with the legislation they've been given. Who they've can actually we written, blame? <laughs> they've actually, well, the big one you can blame is the senator in South Australia. Son of a bitch. I'm sick of him. He was the one that Okay, and we're going to put his home address so up on the screen now. <laughs> oh. But they've act, the board have actually gone to be like, look, this doesn't reflect... What it is, we need to reevaluate these games, like the, the levels, mm, right? Because yeah, it's always been silly. I do I still think I like we've at least got the R rating, but then you go look at all the games that came out in the past. If they were classified today, they would have an R rating, mm. like Grand Theft Auto games. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. All of them would be R rated. I remember when I was a kid, but, the only game that I knew of that had an R rating was Phantasmagoria, and you couldn't get that in Australia as a result, mm. and. I've since played it, and that's weird. But, I mean, I know why. There's that one scene in it where it's implied 
that he forces her to have sex with him. <laughs> it's implied. And but but like I mean, Jesus Christ, compared to compared to yeah. anything in a modern movie or video game, it's like yeah. so mild. Like he just well, walks I mean, into the bathroom, they get mad, and then he's like, mm, gives her a look and shuts the door. And then back then they were like, rape. <laughs> like I mean, it certainly sounds like rape, Matt. No, no, no. I'm not I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying that like it's it's so mild compared to what you would see in in any media these days well, if I there was a scene like end- that. Like it would mm. just be really uh, intense these days because that's just isn't there like a rape up. scene at the end of one of the God of War games? I don't know where Kratos is raped. Kratos gets raped. Have you been reading <laughs> uh, Dave's fan fiction? <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean I Kratos know, I, does some raping? Because I can't imagine no, Kratos gets raped getting raped by a, a, this female god or something. Oh, I'm, I, I'm, I don't know because I've never played the games. But okay. No, I've not played him either. I didn't know that. All right. Rape. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> um. When does God of War go too far? When someone laughs? Um. Yeah, evidently at the end of three. Okay. <laughs> Rape. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Anyway, moving on. I, I haven't played on. any of the God of War games because they didn't really look like they were for me. But if if, mm. if there's a, if you play the game with a chance of sudden rape, I don't know. Those odds seem like you know maybe something oh, keeps it interesting. He's been disappointed by World of Warcraft, and now he's <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> trying to find some some other yeah. game. What, what game can I rape? Speaking of the Switch, of which Disco Elysium mm. is on in this during the same. Uh, Nintendo Direct, they announced something else that has confused quite a lot of people. In fact, if you look on YouTube, you can see a lot of there a lot of streamers was kind of streaming the the announcement, you know, with the with them in the in the corner, that kind of thing. And they announced oh. there was going to be a Super Mario Brothers movie, and everyone was like, "Oh, that sounds good," starring Chris Pratt as Mario, and you can just <laughs> see everybody's face go, "What? What?" <laughs> What? I I was getting a little bit excited for this until I found out it's not a it's an anime. Because you thought anime. Chris Pratt was literally going to be Mario on screen? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I can see why yes. that would have been interesting. Would have been amazing. More like the old Mario movie. But no, this is an animated yes. film. Yeah. And Hopefully that, not I just too much like the old Mario movie. I... I love that movie. It's just so bad. It's up there with the old double dragon movie. But I mean, listen to this cast, right? Chris Pratt as Mario, Charlie Day as Luigi. I'm I'm Mm -hmm. okay with that. Yeah, (laughs) I have no idea what that's going to sound like. I can see that. I can see that more. Yes, Anya Taylor Joy as Princess Peach. Okay, (laughs) Jack Black as Bowser. Bowser. (laughs) Keegan Michael Key as Toad. (laughs) What? Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. I wish to Christ this was live action. In fact, let's petition. Like, keep the cast exactly as it is. Yeah. Keegan Michael Key with a fucking mushroom hat on. Like, please make this happen. Yeah. Yeah. This is so weird. What are you thinking? And then the the my favorite take of it so far was that like 
I don't want to hear Chris Pratt doing a Mario impression, but I also don't want to hear him using his normal voice. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, what's yeah. it going to be? I guess we'll find out. The closest I'll get to watching this is I might watch the trailer. Mm. <laughs> I'm definitely going to watch the trailer because this sounds like a disaster. I always think I'm going to watch animated movies and I, I never do. Mm. You know, like when they, when the kind of those animated Batman movies get announced, I'm always like, oh, that looks quite good. And then I don't watch them. Um, I have been watching the What If, the Marvel What oh, If. I haven't actually, watched those. Actually pretty good. I okay. should watch those. They're quite interesting. Basically, there's like twists on the yeah, s- like, stories. Like, what if Thor was an only child? Right. Hmm. What if they became zombies? What if... What if Spider-Man what if was a fuck killed? Mm. What if Doctor Strange lost the use of his dick instead of his hands? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can operate on you all you want, but I can't fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, Foundation, the first um, Is there only one episode at this point? There are two episodes. There's two, okay. And there'll yeah, be three I haven't watched it because Friday. I don't know if I can do episode wait week, week to week. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is beautiful. What's this about? It's an Isaac Asimov series of books. The first episode was quite heavily the same as the start of the books. Um, but mm-hmm. from what I understand and from what I saw, it kind of gets a bit looser from there because the, the the books kind of range over a very long period of time. And I think mm. this TV series kind of focuses on particular characters in a way that the books mm. may not have. Yep. But it's about a mathematician in the future or, you know, another universe or whatever, however you want to look at it. He discovers that he can basically predict what's going to happen mathematically. And he, on a large scale, he can predict what large groups of people will do mathematically. And he does some calculations and he realizes this empire is going to be fucking destroyed in 500 years based on these numbers. Does he live 500 years? No. But he starts trying to tell people about it. (laughs) And then the emperors are like, shut the fuck up. What are you mm. talking about? We've been here for 12,000 years and they get mad at him and it's, mm. it's, that's kind of what it's about. And then the foundation is, I mean, this is sort of spoilers for the first episode, but it's the premise of the show, so you asked. Yeah. Um, he wants to build a repository of knowledge that will last beyond, he said the destruction is inevitable and there will be a period where basically we're blasted back into the dark ages. He wants to build a foundation for the people that come afterwards to rebuild. Like Mass to re- Effect. To reduce the period where we have no knowledge. And that's what it's about. Then you, the last episode, episode 10, comes out the 19th of November. <sighs> See, I already made the mistake of starting to watch something last week that's episodic, which is Dan Brown's The Lost Symbol, um, oh. which I'm really enjoying because Dan Brown is a bit of a guilty pleasure of mine. I do, I mm. do enjoy a bit, of, a bit of Dan Brown. And it's very good, but it's week to week, two episodes Is it in. one of the wingdings, The Lost Symbol? Yeah, well, I, I don't know characters? because it's lost. No, no. I assume it is. I'm just looking at my but it's one I haven't. They all seen. seem to be accounted for. Mm. Got the but there's mark. unknown unknowns, Matt. So oh, oh, you know of course, I, mean? I might not have seen the symbol before. Exactly. Yeah, because right. it's it was lost long before you started using your wingdings. Oh, hmm. I'm intrigued now. No, I do want to watch Foundation. Want to watch it very much. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's got Jared Harris. Can't go wrong. Basically. Yeah. Everything's got Jared Harris, though. <laughs> all, I know. All decent TV series. He's just a solid yeah. TV actor, isn't he? He is, but I think because they, they were joking about it on uh, the Expanse podcast I listened to, um, 
mm-hmm. about how they cast Jared Harris in The Expanse and then he just suddenly was like fucking so in demand that they were like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe we shouldn't mm-hmm. have cast Jared Harris because now we can't get him back to fucking yeah. reprise the role for future seasons. He's just so mm. busy and he's getting oh, better offers. And, or if we do, and if we do get him back, it's going to be, we have to pay him a hell of a lot more. Yeah. I mean, he was already, a, 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 you know, Chernobyl and- um, Mad Men. The, the Terror. The Boat one. Yeah. The Boat one. <laughs> yeah. Old timey man on a boat. Old timey yeah, man on boat. With a pole genre. Bear. Yes. <laughs> Spoilers. That's not really a spoiler, Danny. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be a spoiler if I explained further. Why that's, yeah. Why it's not a spoiler. Why it's significant, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We've been watching, re-watching Buffy. Mm -hmm. I I mentioned to you briefly before the show, and then we decided I should discuss it on the show. Yes. (laughs) I said- we were having the, one of those conversations that we just have as friends that people said, you should record these, put them online. Yes. So I'd been saying that there was an episode uh, early on that was very, um, I guess, 90s in that, that, that it's the episode with the were- where the, they discover there's a werewolf and it turns out, spoilers, mm. that it's, it's Oz. But uh, they don't know that. They think one of the jocks at school is the werewolf because he got bitten by a dog. And um, Xander who has in the past been possessed by the spirit of a hyena, says, I'll go mm. talk to him. We'll, we can bond, right? So he goes in. So he thinks he's a werewolf. He's fine with that. He goes in and he says, look, mate, I know your secret, but it's all right. I went through the same thing. And the jock goes, oh, man, how can I tell people that I'm gay? And Sanders like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why did he go in there, yeah. find out that he yeah. thinks he's a werewolf, so he was a werewolf murdering fine. people? Yeah. Gay, yeah. get away from me. You want to eat me? Fine. You want to fuck me? <laughs> no way. Yeah. Just, One thing I've loved that through all of Buffy is Xander gets possessed and they all always refer back to it like when yes. he was the army guy. You can now use that knowledge you got for five minutes back in season one or yeah. whatever. No, but they comment on that too because he um, – he said that he uh, he didn't remember being a hyena, and yes. uh, and then because he was who was he he was being like a lecherous alpha kind of guy, mm. and he said he yeah. didn't remember. And then um, during that episode, he says, "I'll go talk to him." And then and then Buffy's like, "I thought you said you didn't remember what it was like when you possessed." And he goes, "Yes, <laughs> I don't." Don't. And then he <laughs> walks out. In hindsight, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer was seven seasons of Joss Whedon explaining that all men are predators in his <laughs> mind. There was an interview this week with James Masters on, uh, mm-hmm. what's that guy who played Lex Luthor on Smallville? You know who I mean, that, that guy. I know who you mean, but I, the bald I don't think I knew Michael his name Michael Rosenbaum. Ever. He has a podcast and James Masters was on there and he asked him about you know, the Joss Whedon allegations and all that kind yep. of stuff. And James Masters basically said, oh, I didn't I see anything, didn't but, see you know, we all had there. our own shit going on. It was stressful. Working on TV is stressful. You don't necessarily notice that kind of thing, unfortunately, because mm. you've got your own pressure. And he had a lot mm. of pressure on him because apparently, as you said, Dan, apparently Joss's thing the always was this show is about- Mike was meant to be killed off, wasn't he? Yes. This show is about adolescents yeah. dealing with adolescent problems, but it's a metaphor. So the mm-hmm. vampires and the monsters always have to die and they always have to be defeated. And then the, 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 the studio apparently made him include Angel. Oh. And he didn't want to. He was like, no, he's a vampire. Vampires are bad. Like, and they were like, well. And then when Spike came on, 
and the audiences loved him, they were like, well, he's got to stay. And apparently mm-hmm. Joss was so mad. He was actually physically threatening to James Masters on set because he was furious at it. Because it was his fault for because being he, too he's charming. Like, he's, you're ruining my TV show. Wow. But then after that went on to write and make Angel for five seasons. Yeah, well, that's what he said that he, he has to roll with well, it. Well, actually, I don't think Can- Joss Whedon... Joss Whedon didn't make Angel. He just got a paycheck. Yeah. It was that David Greenberg or- Yeah, he just produced and, and was created by mm. credit, whatever. But yeah, it, no, it was really interesting. And then obviously Spike went on to be one of the longest running cast members. Mm. And one of the, the best, originals. One of the funniest right. and best backstory and best flashback yeah. episodes. And But it's just interesting to- to hear that none of because because as as Buffy went on, there were more sympathetic villains mm. and demons and things, and it's just interesting to hear that 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 was not what he wanted at all. Like that was yeah. the, the opposite of he what just he wanted, wanted to, to do. warn teenage girls that he was fucking coming for them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> he was not to be trusted. Look at Cordelia. That's you, and I'm the monsters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, I do want to go back. I've wanted for a while to go back. I think it's time. I think enough time has passed. Uh, well, mm. I think me and Hannah have just finished watching uh, Psych, so we've been looking for the next thing. We did start off on bu- watching Buffy, but then we got up to where Angel sort of splits off and there was no streaming service that had it. I couldn't be bothered oh. setting up my <clears throat> DVDs or anything, but now we do. I think Prime has it or something, so we might go back to that. It's good. And Cordelia's a great character, watch it how we need to watch mm. it. Cordelia's yeah. a great well, character as like a... Until she wasn't. Ep- yeah, well, sure. But there's an episode where she says... Uh, see, because I never watched all of Angel, so I need to need to wrap that up mm. on oh, this wow. watch through. Yeah, you too. Yeah, I think yeah. I only got through like half the second season. Mm. But there's an episode what? of Buffy where she's, Cordelia says something, you know, like blunt. And mm. I think Xander or somebody says to her, haven't you ever heard of tact? And she goes, tact is just not saying true things. It's stupid. <laughs> and I was like, hmm. Good point. But also, Cordelia's <laughs> character actually grows a lot throughout yes. the, the oh, show yeah. as well. And l- literally, mm. she ages 10 years between Buffy and Angel. <laughs> she was the, her, her and uh, I'm forgetting the, the actress name. Um, no, 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 Mercedes McNabb was 16 in, when they started filming. Uh, mm-hmm. Chris McCarpenter, 26. Same age as Miss yeah. Calendar. <laughs> and also, uh, oh, what's her name? Um, the other Slayer, um, uh, Faith, Elijah Dushku, Faith. Yeah, she, she was sixteen when she started as well. Yes, and they were all by that point, uh, like eighteen, nineteen, I think, or possibly mm-hmm. older. And she yeah. was the youngest. Yeah, which is weird. And all of them getting harassed because she was. She came in. She was uh, a bit slutty, which is a weird thing about the fact that she was actually what? sixteen years old. Mm. You mean really the actress? character, like go around. No, no I mean the, the character. Faith. Faith comes in, and you know she's Faith all. Faith go around, sleep around. She, yeah, she's she she banging Xander. Xander. She was being like, you know, and then it's just weird to think that they actually got a sixteen-year-old for yeah, that role versus true. the others. Well, it's actually what we know now. It's not actually. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, also yeah. Elijah Dushku, I believe, was raped on the set of yeah. True Lies. Yeah, by the stunt coordinator, apparently. Mm. Allegedly. Allegedly. Don't sue us. People are dicks. I watched a couple of things this week. Um, I watched Stillwater because I read a review that said it was a movie adaptation of the Amanda Knox 
um, case. And oh, I, that movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I find that very interesting. So I was like, okay, great. And then I watched it and I was like, this doesn't have anything to do with Amanda Knox. And then I Googled it and I found Amanda Knox going on TV going, please stop saying this is my life story. It's got literally nothing to do with me. <laughs> right. It's so just, it a, just a movie about a, a girl accused of murder. Yeah, yeah. And he's great. Yeah. It's, and it's a great movie, but it's got nothing to do with Amanda Knox. It's a completely fictitious story um, that features a girl who was wrongly accused of a murder. Right. It's not set in Italy. It's That's not set was. in Italy. It's yeah, set right. in France. Right. right. So there's, you know, there's, I mean, it's uh, still Europe, I guess, but. Yeah, it's all Europe. <laughs> still on Earth, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Same. But it was quite good, but it's not about Amanda Knox. So don't watch it thinking, oh, okay, I all might right. see the whole Amanda Knox thing from a different point of view. No, you won't. You won't. Hmm. You won't. But I watched something else this week too, because um, I like to go back occasionally and fill in the gaps I have in directors that I really like. Because I yes. always find that I've I've overlooked films in the past, and there's a director that I really love, um, who is Paul Verhoeven, right? I'm familiar with Paul Verhoeven. Mm-hmm. I think yep. probably yeah. everybody is in some manner. Yes. So the thing that I love about one. Paul Verhoeven's movies is that they are working on two levels. They're always mm. entertaining genre of pieces, whether mm-hmm. they're like science fiction, thriller, adult thriller action movie you know like they're all they always work on that level and they're always working on some other kind of ironic social satire level as well right so you watch starship troopers and you think what a great movie about killing bugs in space but you're also learning about the dangers of fascism you know yes yep like everything's Mm -hmm. got it's not they're never about what they're about yeah, and, and they're Robocop always very clever. Is like yeah, exactly corporations and consumerism, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. So I went back and I watched Showgirls. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which I hadn't seen, but I suddenly I, I saw it there and I thought I have never seen that, you and know what? it's I, universally. I wonder if you're going to say it's misunderstood, and I I'm hoping well, that's he, what you're going to say. Because here's the thing: everyone just says it's absolute garbage. You know, it's it's it has the most Razzie Awards of any film ever. Yeah. And um the only Razzie Award where someone actually turned up to claim it. Yeah. Yet and again, uh, another tick in the Verhoeven box, what a champ. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. When you know Verhoeven, you think to yourself, Okay, I, I'm gonna get something else from this other than whatever it is on the surface that everyone thinks they're getting. Right. Sure. So yeah. I, I watched it. And this is either one of the worst movies ever made, <laughs> and and Verhoeven was just phoning it in, or he's working his ironic social satire on a level that's just so subtle that it's absolute genius. But <laughs> I think it's been a while since I've seen it. I'm going with it's just a terrible movie. <laughs> Look, you could argue, of course, that it's a movie about the dangers of titillation that titillates you while you're so you know you're judging the film as it's judging you back i I mean you could make all these arguments for it you try to force it in a little bit there i think it's just a movie for teenage boys it's well i tell you no because here's the thing though right if it wasn't behoven i might it is the most unsexy sexy movie i've ever seen in my life it is so unsexy the there's strip teasers in it that are absurd 
and there are sex scenes in it that are cruelly bizarre. And I, I, you if, think he was naked on set for those scenes? I don't know. <laughs> um, if if this was a visual medium and, and not a podcast, I'd play some clips because it, it's just bizarre the choices that that were made in this. Mm. But he knows how to make a movie. Yes, so but this isn't think, one. There must have been a reason that he did things. Yes, that right. no, no, but that's why that it's so saying? fascinating. Yes, <clears throat> right. because when you watch it, you're like, he told this actress to say these terrible lines in that terrible way. Right. You know? Why? Yeah. But, well, what was the reason? No, I don't know. That's the thing. <laughs> I don't know. Because when you watch it, you're just like, this is absolute garbage. Why? Why is it garbage? Why? For Hoven. Yeah. 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 Maybe he just felt like phoning it in and getting a paycheck. But that's Possible. the thing. He didn't phone it in because, as Matt said, like, there's a lot of craft in this movie, right? Like, if he just wanted to see some strippers, he could have put a lot less effort in. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He had the money to just go to a strip club. (laughs) Yeah, to go to Vegas and watch some showgirls. Yeah, interesting. I've not, I mean, I think I've seen it. That's the one with the big kick at the end, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah, she kicks, she like puts a stiletto through a guy's head or something. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. yeah. It's implied she does. Yeah, you don't really see it. The lead it's actress. Got the girl from uh, Saved by the Bell. Does it? Mm-hmm. I, I actually never watched Saved yeah. by the Bell. Oh. Which one? Because there's kind of two female no, leads. She's got like curly hair. Star. She's got curly she's hair. the lead. Right? Oh, Elizabeth Berkeley? Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because right. interesting, because I, there's all these articles that say this film ruined her career, yeah, right. and I believe it. I believe and it did, except that it was her it's first because she was thing fucking after awful. Saved by the Bell, and right. I think she was going for that whole "I've been this good person on this show, I now need to go out there and show I'm an adult now, and this is my first. Yeah. So it's changing her direction completely. That's what um, Jessica Biel did after. Um Seventh Heaven. Seventh Heaven. She was like, yeah. got to do the opposite of that Here are now. my tits. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, you got to get people to stop thinking you of as that. Otherwise, yeah, you won't get anything else. Well, I wonder if she was as bad in Saved by the Bell as she was in Showgirls. <laughs> I don't think any of the acting was great in Saved by the Bell. Oh God, yeah, that's what I mean. In this? Kyle McLaughlin is in it, and apparently, I read this great interview with Kyle McLaughlin because I, I did a deep dive after watching this film, right, to try to find what it was. <laughs> try and about find it. people justifying it. Yeah, <laughs> and there are a couple of people trying, and and it's Verhoeven trying as well, um, mm. unsuccessfully to convince you it's a good movie. Because <laughs> uh, uh, there was this one where he was asked in an interview why people just didn't respond to it. And he mm. said, uh, I, I think maybe I just put too much nudity into the movie uh, oh, and people didn't like people that. Didn't I'm like, like, I don't think that's what it was. Um, oh but God, evidently, Carl McLaughlin went to the premiere of it and what, like during the first scene of the movie, he's like, fuck, man, this is an awful first scene. Like, it, mm. I, I hope it really picks up after this. And then like three or four scenes in, he's like, I'm going to go. And I'm not going to watch till the end of this. <laughs> this picture of him, that I photo of him in in Showgirls, looks like uh, Peter Parker in Spider Man Three. You know when he goes evil, <laughs> when he turns evil. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's what Carl McGuire yeah. looks like. In and Showgirls. you know he's evil because he wears a black suit and he has his hair down over one yeah, eye. Yeah, he's got like an emo fringe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you spent a lot of time on it and you still don't have an answer. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Uh, we've talked in the past about a film called Twins because I did a rewatch mm-hmm. a little while back. And at the time, I, I think almost certainly we discussed an idea that's been rumoured since the 80s. Since Twins came out. Yeah, where apparently they were at a party and Eddie Murphy said to Arnold, you know what would be funny if you did a sequel and I was your brother as well and it was triplets <laughs> and you had a black brother. <laughs> and then Arnold was like, that is funny. And mm. then apparently. I mean, that is funny. Yes. Mm. Well, apparently it is true, and they've been mm. waiting 30 years for Eddie Murphy to say, all right, let's do it. <laughs> and finally, after because he's the success- been so busy lately. <laughs> yeah. Well, after the success <laughs> of coming to America, apparently he is uh, so busy that they were like, fuck it. Let's get Tracy Morgan in- instead. And it's happening. Uh, They're making- who's another black guy? <laughs> yeah, that's why. <la't> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they, they, uh, they're making it. It's, uh, it's, that's the premise. <laughs> There's another well, twin. I assume. So, so Eddie Murphy finally said yes. Eddie Murphy apparently had busy. been, he's been saying yes for 30 years, but then being like, oh, not yet though. Mm. And so. <laughs> they yeah. finally went, screw it. We're going to make it without you. And they went to Tracy Morgan. This is Ivan Reitman's son. Is oh, Jason Reitman. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see. Reitman and Schwarzenegger came together. He's decent. Ivan Reitman is dead, correct? Yeah, yes. Ivan Reitman is dead, yeah. Because, okay, this article says director Ivan Reitman wanted to make a third one, a second one with Eddie Murphy. Reitman and Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. both continued to discuss triplets, and then it says Reitman had this to say about the project in an interview with Deadline. Twins was quite successful, and some years after, this whole thing started with Arnold meeting Eddie Murphy, and the suggestion came up from one of them. It was, I should be a triplet, that would be funny. We started a script with Eddie after the success he had with Amazon Prime on coming to America. He got himself booked up heavily. Ivan Reitman did not say that. He's been dead. No, that'd uh, have to be his son. Yeah. No. He's been dead for Ivan too long. Ivan Reitman is alive. Who are we thinking of? What? I'm on IMDb right now. I thought. Oh, we're thinking of. Uh, oh, my God. Wait a minute. Who are I we thinking Googled of? Ivan Reitman and that girl from Always Sunny and that Working Girls. Is that his daughter? Catherine Reitman. I honestly thought he was dead. I thought he was dead too. I thought I that's why Catherine he, Reitman was Harold Ramis is dead, right? That's who we're. Yeah, that's but who, that's not. Maybe there's a director with Harold that's Ramis. Exactly. Yeah. His son. I thought <clears throat> that's why his son's doing Ghostbusters, is it not? Yeah. Not. Ivan Reitman has been making movies every year. He's 74 years old and he's not dead. All right. He's definitely not dead. Is it Harold Ramis that we're thinking of? With Harold Ramis and his son. Who's Harold Ramis' son? (laughs) Ivan (laughs) Ramis. I don't think Harold Ramis has a son. I mean, he does, but. Wally, Daniel. uh, No, mate, I don't know. I don't know how I got confused. I just did. See, if Ivan Reitman dies soon, we're going to feel so bad. Well, not really, because we already thought he was dead. That's yeah. I'll feel the same. I'll feel the same as I did ten minutes ago. I don't mean we'll feel bad because we'll miss him. I mean we'll feel bad because we killed him with our words. Yeah. But uh, you know who the 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 girl I mean? You know the Dennis's wife in Always Sunny who becomes a cat. Do you know what I mean? She's in Working Mum. That's Ivan Reitman's daughter. And now (laughs) I can see it. Yeah. Now that I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. You can see the nose and the teeth. Yep, I can see them. They're on there, on the face. 
So anyway, we're getting the uh, getting the twins sequel finally. See, I assume that that party anecdote that you told us about Eddie Murphy is also how yeah. the first movie came about. Yeah, in some way, you know, like I assume well, that uh, in that his Danny DeVito went up to Arnie. Yeah, Arnie says in his in his autobiography that he wanted to do a comedy, and mm. so he basically mm. and and everyone shut him down, and because he yeah. was yeah, because obviously cause, that seems because of obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah. You, you could barely speak English. How are you going to be funny? Yeah, and then he met Danny DeVito and told him about it, and Danny was like, "I think you could be funny. I think that could work." Because they and then so they came up. They he's like, "Let me talk to my friend Ivan," and then they, they came mm. up with it together. And he's like, Ivan's dead, mate. He's like, no, he's not. He's <laughs> <Yeah>. fine. <laughs> also, have you seen Always Sunny? His daughter's in. <laughs> <laughs> She's a cat. <laughs> uh, I was watching something that you might have seen, Luke, because you watch British comedy. Have you seen Upstart mm-hmm. Crow? Oh, uh, yes. It's not that. that good. It's okay. It, uh, it's, uh, it's like I, I, I can't imagine... You would get much out of it if you didn't already know a lot about William Shakespeare. You have to know a lot because of Shakespeare. pretty much everything mm. in it is a, a gag about something in one of Shakespeare's plays. So I'm sure there's tons I'm not getting, but then I'm sure there's there's tons that I get that someone else doesn't too. Mm. So um, David you know, Mitchell I've watched a couple of seasons of it. It's, uh, yeah, David know, Mitchell plays. He plays Shakespeare, but the whole thing huh. is this dramatic irony of, like, we know what the plays ended up being. So it's him oh. trying to write them. But there's this running gag that he's like, he's like, I'm going to write a comedy. And everyone's like, really? <laughs> Mark Heap's in it. How have I not seen this? Yeah, Mark Heap is, I mean, I mean look, it's very silly. It's very silly. Like, it's got the canned laughter and everything. Oh, that's all right. I popped it on a couple of nights ago just for late night feeds, and it's, it's perfect mm. for that. Yep. <laughs> of, of the baby, just for the record. <laughs> no, <laughs> just like- <laughs> no, just when I'm just hanging out at, late at night trying to get oh, some food. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I, that looks like something I might be interested in checking out. Yeah, trek it, check, trek it out, trek it out, okay. check it trek out, it and out. let me know if um, if it hits the mark. It may or may not. Hard to say. Yeah, I laughed at a few things. I got some bad news for listener Craig. We've got some Star Wars news. Yes. Um, what is it? Well, we've got two pieces of Star Wars news. The first, I guess, mm-hmm. it, it, there's not much to it, but it, it's Obi Wan has finished. Filming. They finished filming the right. Obi-Wan TV series and we'll get to watch it at some point. And then it's got Darth Vader in it. <sighs> of course it does. I mean, they did imply in A New Hope they hadn't seen each other for 30 years. Yeah, but we've learned. What was that quote? Oh, well, now we learn that's not the case. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fine. From well, a certain point of view. <laughs> well, yeah. it depends. Like, it could just be, instead of being 30 years, it was 25 years. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, it was like no, 18. Yeah, no, but Ewan's getting on now, ago. so mm. they can't make it too far in the past. Ewan McGregor must be almost the age Alec Guinness was. I think he's older now, isn't he? Men just used to age worse. Differently, <laughs> back, yeah. Back in the I think everyone used to age 70s. worse back then. Yeah. yeah, so Ewan McGregor is 50 uh, as, we, as we record, and Alec... He would have been in his 60s, wouldn't he? Guinness... 
Uh, oh, he's 62. All right, fine. Mm. Okay, yeah, but I mean, that's... So he can play slightly younger. Yeah. A decade's still a long time not to have seen someone. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, but it also just ruins the line when we last met, like, now yeah. I am the master, that sort of... Mm. He's well, like, yeah, they'll just mate, have to make sure that comes up <laughs> when they yeah. meet, the last time they meet in the show. <laughs> You're the student and I'm the master. Just thought I'd mention it, in case you forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Not likely to change. I'm glad they filmed this because I was never really convinced they were making it. Yeah, well, yeah. I thought it was once that was, it's going to happen, it's going to happen, it's mm. going to happen. It's and only you and McGregor and... seem to be talking about it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, Ryan Johnson with his trilogy. Yeah, yeah. You know who I'm surprised isn't talking about it? Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Oh, I'm not surprised. Like, this is his first paying gig in a while. <gasps> he oh, of course, he plays Vader. Yeah, he is in this. But he he's... <sighs> See, not... I'm excited about that, you know, in a weird way. Because there was a whole thing about... He, he was at Star Wars Celebration a few years ago, and I remember there was a mm-hmm. fuss made about it because he has removed himself completely from all that. And I think... Mm-hmm. I, mm. I recall them saying that he kind of showed up and had a good time and was surprised. He didn't realize people liked him, I guess. Yeah, I don't think he, he well, had a good they time fucking during didn't, episode Matt. two and three. Yeah, but I don't know that he realized that they'd softened on that somewhat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that he I think he he thought yeah. he was They've now made films that people hate even worse than <laughs> yeah, these prequels. Yeah. And people are aware that that wasn't his fault anyway. So. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, they've stopped blaming him. Well, speaking of, the other Star Wars news is that Marsha Lucas came out recently oh. and said that she's not a fan of the uh, the Disney Star Wars sequels. Yeah. Uh, in fact, she I mean, thinks they're garbage. Not surprising because who is, but sure. She says, I like Kathleen. I always liked her. She was full of beans. She was really smart and really bright. Really wonderful woman. And I like her husband, Frank. I like them a lot. Uh, Star Wars movie's not so good. <laughs> I love that. She's like, yeah, lovely person. Outside yes, love her husband. Work. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> Bad at making movies, though, isn't she? Yeah. And she yeah. is. She absolutely is. Yeah. Um, and this is someone who literally got fired off of Star Wars. <laughs> this is a quote. Now that she's running Lucasfilm and making movies, it seems to me that Kathy Kennedy and J.J. Abrams don't have a clue about Star Wars. They don't get it. Mm. I mean, Look, I, this woman did like literally JJ's save Star Wars. Star Wars, so maybe we should yes. listen to her somewhat. But then also they did, like, I still don't like the way that they've rewritten how hyperspace works. Sure. Like now you can just get to anywhere in the galaxy in two minutes. But they were rewriting Star Wars from the first movie onwards. That, I mean, right. that, like Empire changes everything about New Hope. Jedi changes everything about mm. Empire. The prequels change everything again, and the sequels change everything again, again. And God knows mm-hmm. what they're changing in the cartoons that I'm never going to see. <laughs> yeah. That's why I kind of like that they're now sort of going to before all of the moves and everything. We're just going to go back thousands of years so we can do whatever we want and we're not changing. <laughs> we can anything. ruin the characters before they're even born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a great YouTube video called How Star Wars Was Saved in the Edit about yes. her, mm. Marsha Lucas's role in making Star Wars what it was and how when George Lucas first showed it to people, they were like, hmm, mm, yeah. okay. <laughs> Not good, is it, George? So, 
No. And she could have potentially saved uh, future Star Wars movies too if um, yeah. she hadn't had an affair with the uh, contractor who was doing the renovations on their house. Yes. And then uh, the reason we have the special edition Star Wars movies allegedly has a lot to do with George Lucas attempting to remove any uh, residuals that she was Does that getting mean, though, film. that she's not credited as editor? Because I'm not sure. That may, that, I don't that feel may enough was changed. I'm the, sure that's part of it in some way. That's a conspiracy way, theory of, of sorts yeah. about it. it. Was that the reason? One of the reasons he did it was to get her ne- get stop. He wouldn't have to pay mm. her anymore, basically. Because if that was the case, they could remove a lot of people. <laughs> yes, like the credits would be rolled up a lot faster. Well, <laughs> except that there's a whole lot of new people put in now. Yeah, mm. yeah, but he likes those people, presumably. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the rumor's always coming around that George Lucas is coming back to save Star Wars. He, he's not. No, he doesn't give a shit. No. Dave Filoni already saved Star Wars. Okay, it's called The Mandalorian and it was great. Just do more <laughs> of that stuff. <laughs> but he done. He did well, the Clone Wars the, cartoon series too. Well, evidently that's great. I just don't mm-hmm. want to watch it. It's just not, I'm, we're just not the right great. age group for it. Yeah, I think maybe when he yeah. came in later it got good. But And that was the second yeah, Clone Wars. Wars it wasn't like a set soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, that's uh, what's his Robert Rodriguez heavily involved in that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't know if he's the showrunner, but he's heavily involved in, in it. Mm. That's why he did that episode of The Mandalorian that has Boba Fett in it. Yeah. Oh. That was kind of like a, like a, yeah, 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 yeah. A little tease for us. Yeah. 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 That's good. Robert Rodriguez is excellent when he is, and he's also <laughs> awful. Sometimes, so hopefully. And sometimes we disagree on when those particular states are. For example, I like Alita Battle Angel quite a lot. (laughs) Great movie. I don't dislike that. I could take or leave it, really. Yeah. I hope it gets a sequel. I do too. They're talking about it. Rosa Mm. Salazar said she'd do it, but now she's got Netflix series and things. She's a rising star. Mm. She's famous now. Grab her. Literally now. Get hold of her. She's slippery. She's going to be just like Eddie Murphy. So last week, me and Dan came up with an idea for the new James Bond. Mm. Mm. Daniel Craig does not agree with us. No, so clearly he was listening. James Bond? No, we didn't, we, we worked out. You don't even have to na- change the name. Just leave it as James Bond. That's just the code name. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. there was a rumour that Phoebe Waller-Bridge is the new Indiana Jones. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. And we decided that and that was ridiculous. No, it is stupid. Because Indiana Jones is just a dude. Well. And uh, he's, he's, yeah. not a, he's not a job. He, there's no job that is doing what he does. He's just the teacher at no. a school and everything else he does in the movies he does on the weekend. <laughs> yes. So you can't replace him with someone else. Right? Yeah. It's not it's like, like the, whoever, the sub, whatever teacher substitutes <laughs> in for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's going to do these adventures too. However, James Bond could be a female if James Bond was, as Luke just said, well, just... Yes, in theory. I I mean, you'd have to... I feel like probably the previous films have would make that complicated, right? Because there is law around the double O's. Well, there is and there isn't, though, because, like, th- there's certain continuities across... Because here's the thing, right? So Judy Dench is M for both... Mm. Uh, Pierce Brosnan and oh, yeah, Daniel fair. Craig, but Daniel Craig resets the timeline, yeah. right? 
And now you've got but also uh, Ray Fiennes. Yeah, exactly. But are we then saying that the guy who was M through the first four James Bonds, you know, like are right. these the same character or sure. are these men being replaced when one either retires mm. or dies? Right, is M just a Bond job and, and you got a different correct. person? Yeah, okay. And I think, and, and the same can be said about James Bond. Yeah. And I would be very yeah. surprised if they haven't at least considered doing a version and if, like, you know, Christopher Nolan always goes, ask me to do it, but I'll totally change it. Like, if they do one where <laughs> yeah. you actually see the first scene is James Bond gets, mm. like, you know, it's fucking Daniel Craig and you're like, but he's back, he's James Bond, and then he gets shot yeah. in the head. And then, <laughs> yeah. then, the, then the titles come up and then the next scene is a dude getting brought in and them saying, you're James Bond now. This is how it works. It's worked the this end way of since the Nolan's 50s. Film, you have to decide what happens to James Bond. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they bring like Phoebe Waller-Bridge and they're like, is this James Bond? Is it? It's up to you, <laughs> Luke. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's yeah much better than that, have her replacing Deanna Jones. That It makes more sense, her becoming the spy. Yeah. You know who disagrees with you, Luke? Mm. Daniel Craig. Yep, he listened to the episode and just gone, no. Nah. I mean, this this argument is has been going on for longer than this anyway, because this is what people said, you know, when they said that in the comics when Thor, when Jane Foster picked up Thor's hammer and became Thor and people were like, sorry, that's not how that's She's supposed to work. She's become Thor, yeah. And then yeah. all, and then all it, I mean, the, the argument boils down to we want to be more inclusive, right? We need, There should be good female heroes, so do we just give them the parts that were the previously men, like literally the characters that were men? Do we just make mm. them women now? Or do we, as Daniel Craig is suggesting, make new characters that are good? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a valid point. I think it is. But then there are people who disagree. Yeah. And they, I mean, their points are fine. Like, it is a shortcut, I suppose, to... Mm. Because the thing with James Bond is James Bond is a, a fucking huge franchise, right? If mm. you were to start from scratch with a female protagonist, it, that's yeah, not, the, not same have the same thing. It's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. No. So there is an argument to be made that you now what their mind with be, the way we can the way we consume media now makes it a bit harder to start that huge franchise. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like back in the day, you only get like one or two blockbusters a year. Now we, well, till COVID hit, we're getting one throughout the year. We're having yeah. at least one a month. When you can't out. really start a big franchise from scratch and expect to compete with. What they that. could do is that they could make this more of an ensemble. So future movies, and they could be setting it up, say, in this uh, No Time to Die could be more like the Avengers where you've got your James Bond, you've got your 007, mm. but you've also got 006 and 005 and 009. Because no matter what happens. And half of them are women. They put a female in, they do an ensemble, it's just go back to another male James Bond, people are going to complain, like no matter what. Yeah. Mm. They're going to go, that's the, whoever they cast as James Bond, they're going to go, that's not James Bond. James oh, Bond is like this. <laughs> there were massive complaints about Daniel Craig. Yep. He's not British, he's South African. And then people forget about them. Mm. No one complained about Pierce Brosnan. I'll tell you what, if they want another South African, get Elon yeah. Musk to play James Bond. <laughs> he's single now. <laughs> he might be available. Oh, yeah, he is single. Yeah. yeah. 
That's just more time for him to work on your Cybertruck. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks for himself in work for freeing him up to finish the fucking (laughs) wiring on my Cybertruck. You don't want him to get another job. He's got enough jobs. Either take you to space or give you your Cybertruck. I mean, after his performance on Saturday Night Live, I'm not sure he should be acting at all. Oh, man. (laughs) That was so bad. It was great. I tried to watch that Wario sketch and I had to turn it off. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch that. What a fucking I did disaster. watch the monologue, though. I mean, are people mad at Daniel Craig for his for this? I'm sure they probably are. Doesn't seem like they're too mad yet. I mean, okay. he's. Cool. I think he's trying to be provocative when he says James Bond is a man and he should be left like that. But well, I also think it's not just that he hasn't gone. James Bond is a man and shouldn't be played by anyone else. He's also put like we should be making strong female characters and doing it yes, that way. Yeah. Like he hasn't just gone. It's Boys only, or anything like that. Yeah, or like everyone who, like when Idris Elba was up for it, they were like, James Bond is white. Yeah. Mm. That's just stupid. I mean, he he says there should simply be better parts for women and actors of color. I mean, that's true. But if Mm. there aren't, then it's like I said before, it's going to be how do you just create a character that's as iconic as James Bond from, Mm. from whole cloth kind of thing? You can't. Yeah. So taking that and twisting it around is a shortcut to. To that, in a way, mm. I guess that's that's an argument. Mm. Do you see his speech on the final day of shooting of Die Another Day? Mm. Like that was going around. That's quite good. I liked. He commented no on the fact. No time to die. Die another day is an old one. <laughs> no, I think he was in that one too, Dan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right. No time to die. Uh, but he was saying, he's what do you say? Uh, the media like to say that I don't like these movies. But I just want to let the the crew know that I've great had a great time. Yada yada yada. Yeah. It was nice. Well, it wasn't the that media who I said, said that. I'd rather cut my yeah, wrist. It was, <laughs> it was no crawl across glass is what he said. It was it was the media who who replayed clips of him saying that. Yeah. <laughs> well, he walked he walked yeah. that back a bit in front of them, and it was quite yeah. nice. I I think he's been a little bit subversive since the start, but that could possibly be part of the charm of why he works so well as James Bond. Mm. He's, he's my favourite Bond. I'll take him over Sean Connery any day. Oh, interesting. It looks yeah. face. Oh, Luke do likes you, Roger Moore. I, it, do you, I, don't, I don't like this James Bond. It's not as fun for me. I like the older ones where it's like silly gadgets. and They did silly gadgets in the last one, <laughs> which was the, that, arguably the, silly, the least. You, it was, yeah, well, it was certainly the least good out of all the Is, is John Cleese your favourite Q, Luke? Maybe. <laughs> Luke, if you just glance, it looks like Luke's wearing a, a button down that he's got open. And that's just his <laughs> chest. Like if you yeah, don't look yeah. <laughs> too closely. So he's got one of those, listeners, one of those two-tone shirts, you know, where it's got, what do you call those? Like a baseball jersey kind of thing? Baseball jersey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it does kind of look tea. like he's just got an open shirt. Like uh, like that picture of um, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I watch, okay, so Matt, you, I think you weren't here, maybe it was last week when I, I was discussing how I rewatched Jurassic Park. Oh. Um, spoilers, still a great movie. Um, Absolutely. I had forgotten that, that that meme was a shot from Jurassic Park. <laughs> like I, I always, I, I've like convinced myself it was, just from some other weird, silly thing he did at some point. It's not. It's just a shot. He gets injured and then has his shirt like yep. that for the rest of the film. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to be comfortable. It was mm-hmm. hot. 
It's funny to think of Jeff Goldblum as that sort of character too because Yeah, but uh, when you watch all his the, old films, that's yeah. how, how he was. Like The Fly, mm. he's very like Yeah. Like he's Oh man, ripped, yeah. He's like, in great shape in The Fly. Yeah, but I don't think of him as that sort of character no, now neither. at all. Like he's he's a bumbling old man is how how I think of him. Right, yeah, quirky kind of, yeah. Have you watched his TV series? Oh no, he's got I a haven't. TV series? On, yeah, on Disney Plus. It's fucking oh, yeah, fantastic. He's just so in wonder of everything. It's great. I remember the the iMac ads that he was in in the very late oh, 90s. Yeah. You remember those? Yeah, and then like, why do you think everyone's on the down? internet but it yeah. sounds like he's drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd love to have a beer with him. Well, if you go see him perform one day, yeah. maybe you can. Yeah. I'd love to have him on the show. Mm. He might get a bit Let's ask him. Might get a bit handsy with you. Mm, that's true. But he's, been, he's always done that. that, was that I might get a bit handsy with him. There's that whole thing about people worried that he was going to get cancelled and then it was like, mm. is it the way that he does it okay where he just touches everybody, man, woman mm. and child? <laughs> like, yeah, he's just hugging everybody. You know what I mean? He's not like didn't creepy. have to say child. I like no. hugs. Well, he's creepy, but he's creepy to everybody. Yeah, no, but look, you—that's a valid point. It'd be like if someone tried to like hashtag me too against you. You'd have everyone else going. Well, he's touched me, but I was fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a touchy person. It was like Don Burke when he got done for rape and he said that he has got a neurological condition that means he can't respond to the word no. <laughs> he was a fuckwit. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was he was just fuckwit. a fuckwit. Uh, he was he turned up at a pet store once and he was just a fuckwit. I remember being I don't remember the specifics. I remember I was a kid and I was at a pet store getting like bird feed or something with my dad and Don Burke was mm. there and he was just being a prick. Really? Yeah. Cuz he's a star. I have, it's just a vague memory that I have. I've always, and I, I don't know whether that's like a false memory, but I just no, 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 I'm sure it's true. I I used to be mates with um, one of the producers on Burke's Backyard, and oh, he yeah. said Don is an absolute cunt. Yeah, right. He's, he's he's that was his exact words. Don is an absolute cunt, and I should know. I've shared a tent with him. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> that's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.